Welcome everybody, I'm John Pinek with the Mojave Valley Daily News. I am joined today by Dave Heath. Dave is the Park and Recreation Superintendent here in Bullhead City. Dave, John, welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming down, we really appreciate it. Uh, Dave is very well known in our community, but we're gonna dig a little deeper today to find out more about him, so. Okay. <laughs> First of all, um, you are born and raised here, huh? Not quite, I was born in Yuma, I think I was about eight months old oh. when my mom and dad moved here to my dad was the editor and publisher of the newspaper way way back in the way day back. when it was twice a week oh yeah yeah so so 47 of the 48 years i've been here joe heath your father yep. is one of the really one of the more influential people in our community back in the day i know that he was a big part of uh getting um the Chamber of Commerce built and and a lot of the um, a lot of the cities the way I understand it is that seem pretty accurate well he, he was involved you know he was friends with all the right people and yeah. he helped out where he could um, so yeah things like community park and the Chamber of Commerce he was part of the Rotary Club and and the Chamber Board and everything and and uh, he liked being involved with what's going on in the community I think his his biggest passion over those years was was the hospital and uh, working with Baptist hospitals to get them to town finally and yeah. and opening a hospital and and I think he was excited to be part of the Legacy Foundation after Baptist Hospital sold and the Legacy Foundation was really created after they they took the proceeds from the hospital and it, it went over there and that's still what they're working on today. Is that's right? right. Yeah, the interest off of that. It's crazy. It huh? Does great things for the community. It's nice. Speaking of Joe Heath, let's talk about little Joe Heath, your son. He's uh, off playing. Is it D3 basketball? He's playing junior college basketball junior still, college? strangely enough, because it's his uh, third year in college, but uh, his, his first year went great, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, second year he was going even better. First three games in, he blew out his knee. So he sat oh. that rest that season out, and then that school discontinued basketball. <laughs> he got picked up by Scottsdale Community College, was ready to go there, and then at the end of last semester, Maricopa County shut down junior college basketball, COVID. and then the coach at Pima called him, and now he's at Pima College in Tucson, and he's had his first three games canceled, yeah. and tonight is hopefully, knock on wood, please, going game. to be his first game this season, and his first game in well over a year now, too, so he'll That's be awesome. really excited. I'm guessing he got his basketball skills from his mom? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she, you ought to see her handle the rock. She's... <laughs> no slouch. Yeah, that's right. Well, um, you know, we kind of, and I have it written on here, family royalty. I think I think the Heaths, <laughs> especially when you talk about athletics, um, we had another Heath a week ago as our Athlete of the Week, Alyssa. It's your niece? That's right. Yeah. So, and then her sister... Kylie. Kylie yeah. is also, she's a senior over there. She's a, she's a can handle herself on the basketball court as well. Just found out this morning that uh, they had a rough game last night, but right. currently, State of Arizona, 6A to 1A, um, Alyssa is the number four scorer in wow. the state, and Kylie is leading the state in assists. So That's a good combination. Yeah. From one dish to the other. <laughs> it works out shot. pretty well. Yeah, well, we saw some highlights during her Athlete of the Week thing. We saw the two of them working together quite a bit, and, uh, and both of them are very talented. Do you think they're going to move on and play? at the next level? I sure hope so. I know they're going to have opportunities to do that. So. That's great. Well, we got a pile of things to talk to you about as far as being the park and rec superintendent. So let's just start with kind of an overview. What I think that a lot of us know that the park and rec does like softball, mm -hmm. but 
as I'm going through the list of things that you're responsible for, I was I was shocked. Can you just go over what you envision your uh, uh, role as superintendent is? Well, um, it's a combination of both. You know, parks and recreation, just making it all happen for the community. And it's not just us making recreation happen for the community, but it's working with the community to make rec- recreation happen. That's the really neat thing about Bullhead City in this general area. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got all these parks in our community. We've got all these parks in our community. Um, and the majority of all of that was built by, um, you know, you talked about my dad earlier, but, you know, Dan Ayler and, and the people that were involved in the community, you know, uh, Ken Fovarg, you know, he was a firefighter who was on the Parks and Rec Commission, who was also a member of the Kiwanis Club, you know, and these people got involved in building parks for mm-hmm. our community. We had this BLM land that we had these leases on, and so we didn't have to buy anything. It was just a matter of doing the work to make something happen. Rotary Club built a 10-acre soccer field, and that was the first thing that happened in Rotary Park, and that's why it's called Rotary Park, and then Gosh, 30 years later, expand, you can see how expand, it's grown. Expand, yeah. and, and it's nice that, that we have so much community participation in everything we do in parks and recreation, from building the parks to, um, to bringing the events. I mean, gosh, yeah. you know all about Corn Fest and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, and, and we're here to, to work with those groups and to do stuff ourselves. I mean, we run the pool. We run, you know, right now we're running Youth Basketball League. So, you know, the typical parks and rec kind of thing that you think about, we do that too. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people don't really understand is that um, you run, um, let's say, community park. You oversee the care and maintenance and everything at community park. But when events happen, like farmer's market or Oktoberfest or any of those things, you're the guy that we come to to say, hey, we need help with, you know, fencing or we need help with this or that. Uh, um, Things that the organizers really need help with in order to make it successful. So we appreciate, uh, I know that I've worked with you several times on, on different events and it's always been you sitting in the meeting and me going, Dave, can we get help with this? <laughs> yep. How about this? We'll take care of that. Yep. It's uh, you made it super easy on it. So we well, to your that. credit, you're always very organized. So I appreciate well, that. I, Helps a lot. I appreciate that. So <laughs> let's talk. Well, how many park? How many parks? First of all, ten parks. Ten parks, and so we know the Rotary and the community, but there's a lot of them. A little bit smaller one, the Nature Center. Does that fall under you? Colorado well? River Nature Center. Yeah, that's cooperatively managed between. Uh, BLM, Game and Fish, and the city of Bullhead. They kind of own the land, but we do all the work. Take care of it for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the pool uh, with the splash pad there. Yeah. Um, the beaches, um, that falls under your Yeah, Rotary as well. Park and Ken Fovark Park, and the Nature Center, too, with the beaches. Um, sporting events. So we're talking the senior games. We're talking... Um, all of the uh, big soccer tournaments, all those things are things that you and and uh, your crew take care of. Special events like Oktoberfest and Cornfest and that. You also manage the Sunlink Center that falls under your that's right thing. Yeah. Um, walking paths and trails. Um, I was talking to Jackie Walker, your interim recreation manager, before this, and she had mentioned. Uh, I asked her about the bridge, the walking bridge that they're putting up over there. And while it goes from the uh, co- uh, county park up there, 
over into Laughlin. It's still something that you guys are involved in. That's that? right. Uh, it's going to be another one of those situations where it gets built and they're going to give it to us and we'll take care of it. And I'm excited. It's going to yeah. be a really, really neat I love amenity for this community. What What is the length of the from? I know that the, the the reports have been out there about where it starts. It goes all the way through Davis Camp over the water and then back down the the um, the Heritage Trail over there. Do you mm. know what the total length is going to be? It's going to be in the area of seven miles, um, but it's going to connect to the seven miles on the other side, and we're well almost seven miles there. It's going to end up being a half marathon, and and that's going to be something that people can do wow. in the future. So. so you can start at one end, run down across the water, and down to the other end, yeah. and totally, it's a half marathon. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to have to do an event once. <laughs> I think that's what people have in mind. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a uh, scheduled date, uh, roughly? No, no. That darn COVID. You know, it messes yeah. with everything. I mean, it was supposed to have been done in November. Oh, really? You know, but yeah. it got pushed back, and it's it's pushed back. I'm hoping personally that was. I mean, not to put pressure on anybody out there, but I'd like to see it done by May. You heard it. Get it done by May. <laughs> That's the federal government. We're May of this year, right now, yeah. Oh well, never mind. I'm not sure that's going to happen, but um, that's awesome. Farmers market is also your baby. Um, I know you have people that are the uh, boots on the ground taking care of it, but it falls under your under your uh, thing as well. Yeah, and the walking bridge. Um, I understood this morning that there are going to be some changes going on down at the pool. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah. Number one is uh, we just hired a new recreation supervisor. And my recreation supervisors are the, the position just below recreation manager that that are really, you know, nuts and bolts, boots on the ground, doing the work out there. Um, and we just hired the recreation supervisor for the pool. And her name's Kara Kaplan. And she's great. She's got a lot of experience. She comes yeah. to us from YMCA background. Oh. And uh, she's already out there getting our staff trained up and getting ready for summer. And... And it's just, it's exciting to have somebody there that I feel is going to be there for a long time and is really dedicated to aquatics and, and building a great staff and, and building, you know, things like kids that are six years old on the swim team. She wants to see them grow up in the pool and become junior lifeguards and become guards and, and water safety instructors and things like that. She's got a really good plan and I'm excited to have her on our team. That's awesome. Uh, when did you bring her on board? Uh, three weeks ago, it's been okay. now. So. so she should be full steam right now, right? Oh, yeah. Everything's yeah. flying right ahead. Totally up to totally speed. Totally integrated. Yep. Yeah, good. All right, we're going to uh, take a break here for a second. We've got a Coit commercial. We'll be back with more with Dave, Dave Heath. When Lou Kern opened Coit in 1950, times were certainly different. While things have changed, one thing hasn't. Our commitment to help families, as well as businesses, enjoy healthier, safer environments. Our independently certified technicians clean, protect, and preserve carpets, upholstery, hardwood floors, natural stone surfaces, air ducts, tile and grout, and more. Here's to the next 70 years. Call 800-4-COIT or visit coit.com today. All right, we want to uh, thank Rich Letman and Coit over there. One thing we do have to correct is that their phone number on that commercial is their 800. That's a nationwide number. To contact them locally, call 928-704-9100. And I also need to clarify, Dave and I did not call each other to make sure that we were wearing the uh, same colors. No, I think the general rule of thumb is that really, really smart people wear blue on uh, Thursdays. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Thursday blue. Yeah. Uh, Thursday is a blue day. <laughs> All right, we got a few more things uh, that we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, softball leagues. Um, 
can you tell me where we're at? I saw a release not too long ago about um, senior uh, co-ed and uh, ladies' leagues and men's leagues or tournaments anyway. Can you tell us where we're at on, on that right now? Yeah, um, everything's kind of happening right now. Uh, the Our senior softball tournament uh, this year is going to be run by a group out of Las Vegas called Las Vegas Senior Softball, and it's nice that we have partnered with them um, nice first and foremost because they do a lot of work and <laughs> yeah. i appreciate that take it off your plate yep good. but even nicer because they they bring they have a, a wide scope they they used to do tournaments in vegas used to before mm-hmm. COVID, do tournaments in vegas of up to 600 teams okay. so when they come here they're you know everybody knows that they're here and they'll want to sign up and, and people love coming to bullhead so that's the exciting thing about senior softball it's coming up uh, in march um adult softball uh, that's been run by kind of a group of players now we've we've started a a board uh for tri-city or tri-state softball Mm -hmm. and uh jimmy reyes is is kind of a a guy that's been playing on our leagues for years he's also involved in senior softball and he works real closely with uh u-triple-sa softball and and he's decided you know we weren't doing things because of covid i've said that word said that word too many times on this show already but um he wanted to step up and take on the liability and put together a, a plan to keep everybody safe and, and start running a league a little bit before we were able to start mm-hmm. running a league just using our fields. And he did a great job. They, they've done a, a men's league and a co-ed league already. They're taking registration for men's and co-eds for this upcoming season, and that should be starting, I think, next week. Wow. And then the girls' softball, um, you know, we've got our local girls. It's not ASA any, anymore. It's just Bullhead City uh, Girls Recreational Softball. And uh, that's run, run by um, Sam and and uh, Sam uh, Duarte, Sam Duarte, yeah, I know Sam. and and he, you know, he has done a good job of you know saving up money from running the snack bar, and he saved up so much that they are giving it away for free this year for kids. Hmm. So every girl can play softball for free. They've been having open fields uh, lately while they're taking signups and. And gosh, there's there's no reason not to be involved in softball in Bullhead City. I have two, uh, three granddaughters, two of them that have been playing for, for several years and one that's getting ready to play, um, you, you know, in no hesitation uh, saying that um, two of them are the best, the two best softball players in the community. I'm sure. At their age. <laughs> a little biased. Um, <laughs> not at all. But yeah, it's a great it's a great program down there. It's so much fun to go down there and watch them play all the different leagues as they're growing up. And it's especially fun to watch, uh, you know, them in coach pitch or something, and then watch them progress to where they're out there on their mound pitching and and they're hitting fastballs and and all that. It's so much fun. Um, also, have participated in in the men's uh, and the men's league and the coed leagues and. Um, and it's very well put together, uh, has been for years. So congratulations on that. Well, thank that's, you. That's awesome. Um, any other things going on in Parks and Rec that we should be? Uh, I know that you're working on some projects that you can't divulge, but here, let me just cover that. Go ahead and tell me. Uh, well, just between you and me, John. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody's watching. The summer's going to be amazing. I Is mean, it? I really hope we we have COVID uh, starting to get really behind us because um, we've got some big plans at the parks. Last summer, gosh, when we were restricting entrance into the parks, we were just hammered by people yeah. coming in from California and from Nevada and just really wanting to be I need to be out in here. the air and, yeah. and do something. Yeah. And so that went really well. And, and just with how well that went with us restricting it, 
also you you toss in the 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 growth that we were already already season seeing the season before mm-hmm. uh it's going to be amazing this year and and we've got lots of big plans to to make things even bigger and better at community park and rotary park see he's gonna yeah he's gonna he's gonna be a politician right <laughs> yeah. see how i asked him and he gave me a nice long answer <laughs> didn't say a bush. word didn't say a word about what's going on <laughs> he just ran you around the bush yep but you're uh, intrigued right uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> now i want to know um and I think that one of the things that we have to understand is uh, we looked at the tax situation last year and we were and we were figuring that, wow, with COVID again, ding, ding, ding. We should, yep. we should, I'm Drink. glad this isn't a drinking game. <laughs> right. yeah. um, with that, uh, we really thought that we were going to get hammered real bad on, on, in, uh, on sales tax in the city. But sales tax did really well still, not quite where we needed to be, but a lot better than it was projected. And I think that what we need to understand is that when you have these teams coming in from California, um, they bring a lot of money with them and they spend a lot of money in our community and our stores and restaurants and gas stations and all that. So um, the more people that we can have come in for these events, leave their money and and then head back home. Uh, I think that that's, uh, you know, I sometimes come off as really um, kissing up to our guests, but <laughs> I think that when you look at what the park and recreation does in our community, and I know a couple of years ago you were challenged by Toby that I want something every weekend, and up until COVID hit, we had that. Yeah, sometimes two or three things every <laughs> weekend. Right. So, um, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Still looking for a recreation manager. Um, actually, it just closed yesterday. The position yeah. closed yesterday, and yeah, I hopefully we'll send my application in today too. Just missed it. I'm sorry. Well, I'll keep that in the back of the mind. <laughs> None of these work out. I'll All start right, looking right, at applications tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, and Jackie Walker has been serving as the interim for a while now. She huh? has. It's been great to have her. She's been really, really supportive. And and uh, you know, with the the missing recreation superintendent, or excuse me. I'm the superintendent. <laughs> Wait, supervisor. Where'd Dave go? <laughs> we, had, we, were, we were down one supervisor for a time, and Margaret Young was basically getting everything I had. I was just throwing it all at her. So to have Jackie come in and help us out for a few months was a real a big help for us. We've worked. I've worked with Jackie, obviously, with, with um, uh, the um, Chamber of Commerce. And, uh, man, I just loved being able to go, I need your help, and she just – I get emails every day. What do you think of this? What do you What do you think about that? Uh, for the taste of bullhead, and, and she was awesome. So, uh, don't let her go, or she'll be gone. Scooped oh no! Up in a second. Uh, yeah, she, uh, Toby's a pretty big fan of her. <laughs> good, so. good. Well, if you got Toby and Dave Heath on your side, you're in good shape. <laughs> I have one more thing to ask you. Okay. You're a big basketball guy. Uh, the whole family are basketball people. So, what is your prediction for the NBA this year? Who's going to win it all? So you're asking me who's going to be playing the Suns in the championship, okay? Really? Um, yeah. Suns? Gosh, didn't, I mean, they, they're on a they, roll they right are, now. Devin you know, Booker is the man. They played uh, my boys, the Milwaukee Bucks, last night, and they beat them. In overtime? Even though uh, my man, the Greek Freak, scored like 47. Yeah. They still got them. So I guess I, I guess I could see the Suns making it there. Yes, who's going to play them in the finals? Uh, right now I'm thinking the Sixers. You know, I think really? Doc Rivers was exactly what they needed to put them over the top because they've got a good group of young talent. It's just yeah. a matter of uh, getting it all together. So. And they've been improving over the last couple of years. And Trust and the process. Trust the process. <laughs> all right, you heard it from the coach here. 
<laughs> All right, everyone. That's it for uh, Valley Voices. Dave, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming down. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, John. Uh, remember, this is brought to you by Coit. Coit is independent, has independently certified technicians who clean, protect, and preserve carpets, upholstery, floors, natural stone surfaces, air ducts, tile and grout, and more. Call them today for more information. Order a book and appointment at 928-704-9100. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I'm, uh, this is our first time doing it live, and um, we were able to keep uh, Dave from cursing uh, online, so we're really <laughs> excited about that. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>